there, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this week's mini-sode, number 10, On the Water. This is the Wilderness Tamer Podcast. Quick shout-out to the show's sponsors. First off is Dry Pocket Apparel. They are the future of swimwear that come with an integrated dry bag and a magnetic strip that self-seals and allows you to go 100 feet down and keeps your phone dry as a bone. So go check them out on Facebook and Instagram and as well as drypocketapparel.com. Now to keep a little more money in your wallet, especially these trying times, use promo code all caps wilderness to get you 25% off your order. So thanks again to all my sponsors as well as Nomad Outdoors and City Bonfires. Now, let me get into it. My current location right now is in Mississippi, Biloxi to be exact. And I'm on a lake right now in my kayak. So if you hear any knocking or banging or anything like that, I'm paddling around trying to rip a few lips on some largemouth and uh, around this subdivision that has a pretty decent sized lake behind it. I mean, it's big enough to throw a boat in. And uh, so far I've missed a couple and I've I missed a good one. Had to at least be about two or three pounder bouncing off some cypress trees. And to be honest, it's just like fishing South Georgia, but I figured this little pond back here that have some aggressive bass, and they do. Every single one of my hits have been on the retrieve, which of course it always is, but I'm saying right there at the boat. <laughs> and uh, just getting into what I've been here lately, we've been kind of burning the roads up. We were in Helen the first week, opening weekend of turkey season, which it was kind of like a double-edged sword. I wasn't getting to go in turkey hunting opening morning. But I was doing some rainbow trout fishing with a fly rod. So I really wasn't too mad about that. And, well, we get up to Helen, and there was this, I see signs for this trout tournament. Well, we go to this Big Daddy's restaurant up there, and this is not an endorsement, and I'm not getting paid to say this. These, that is some of the best food I have put in my mouth in a long damn time. Now, whoever's a fan of fried green tomatoes is probably some of the best fried green tomatoes I've had in my life. And I'm not just saying that. I've had uh, everywhere I get them, everywhere that has them, I get them. And, I mean, we went, every time we went to Big Daddy's, I got that for an appetizer. They have good burgers, good sandwiches, and best of all, great beer. But getting into it, I asked the waiter about the tournament. She was like, well, it's not this weekend, it's next. So I was like, well, damn, that'd be my luck, I... I would miss it. Okay, well, I looked up the rules, and well, me and my wife got to talking, and she was, I ain't got to do too much twisting on her arm to get her to come back to the mountains. So we decided we're going to come back next weekend because we do have a free place to stay up there. It's a family cabin up there around uh, Helen, about 10 minutes out. And so we were planning to come back. Well, we was looking at the rules, what, what the stipulations were. You had to fish a certain section through Helen, which was the main strip just about from, I can't remember where, to some tubing place down there at the bottom of the city, I guess. And uh, the DNR and the Helen Com people of the Helen Commerce were going to put out 400 pounds of trophy-grade trout with a tag. Now, there was a two, I think it was a six to two window, which those of y'all that are tournament fishermen, y'all understand this. You have a certain window to catch a fish and to get it to your way in. So, in other terms, you want to catch your biggest fish as early as you can, so you ain't got to worry about stressing. But I mean, I, I've I looked at the well. I won't get into that yet. 
so like i said we're getting ready we're coming back well thursday rolls around and it's like tornado warnings lightning raining up there where in hell and where we're going so me and my wife stopped with a mcdonald because with two kids and the dog in the back it just wasn't worth it especially those winding roads so we stopped get a hotel and it was pretty bad even there well next morning we get up there and i get to looking all the creeks all the lakes and all the rivers look like rusty tool water i don't know for those of y'all been fortunate enough to find a toolbox laying out in the rain for like i'd say a good 10 years and all that good juicy water that runs out the bottom of that that's what the water looked like with a splash of chocolate milk on top so there is no way unless you were just saning using a sane net i don't even think it'd be possible to catch a fish because it was like class five rapids going through the main drag in helen well they ended up canceling it so it kind of sucked didn't get to do any fishing at all but just because it wasn't i mean and which a lot of people were pissed off but you can't control the weather and that's just part of it plus it wasn't safe there was going to people wading i mean hell last year so there was people getting in fist fights and i will say that the biggest fish does get a thousand dollars 500 second place and 300 dollars third place which is a good knot of money you know, for catching a fish you know definitely pay and give your wife or girlfriend a little reason to get back out there keep practicing you know <laughs> and uh but other than that it's just a big bang and get there and catch some big fish and that's it was i was really excited to do it but if anything i paid my 20 dollars to help the trout population for next year and i got a pretty cool shirt i'm pretty sure y'all be seeing a picture of me with it whenever here soon i'm gonna plan on doing some more fishing and also shout out to my brother who just texted me this morning he send, he is sending me a kick-ass net now if you want to look on one of my latest instagram posts he went trout fishing up in i think he said i ain't gonna tell you where just somewhere around rocky face and he said he had probably his personal best trout get off the line but <laughs> and what had happened he said that he's been bass fishing and speck fishing or crappy for those of y'all whoever you want to call them and he was used to having to do a little hook set you know well he said he as soon as that sucker hit the line he went to go pop it and he snatched it right out of his mouth but he said that sucker would have pushed two or three pounds easily so it's pretty neat uh, i told him that was awesome and he did get a picture of one that's a real nice trout that i'd be more than happy to catch real beautiful bow trout but other than that uh that's pretty much it and as for our turkey season it's been rather dry and plus from now i have two buddies that did they pulled a double the j and j outdoors if you want to go check them out they did it a double and they found it was both 10 inch beers but as for me and other people it's been pretty dry and that's what jacob said too they said it's until then that morning they really ain't heard a lot now kind of luckily i from what my dad went he did see one bird way down the road but i think the bird saw him and it just ran off and but he couldn't tell really what if it was like a hen or he said it was tall and it probably was a tom out there at our property it's me my dad a buddy of mine and two other guys and one of them i worked with that's how i got my foot in the door and it's such a pristine piece of property but it's kind of overran with coyotes and bobcats which i'm working on taking care of but the main thing is as soon as them birds get out of the tree they shut up um last see was last year was my first season on the property and i would say my gobble gobble to cluck back and forth with maybe in my longest session maybe 10 minutes 
and I got them within a hundred yards of times, but in the flat woods, it's so thick. They don't pop out unless they're in a food plot. So if I'm, I'm taking on the challenge and like I said, I'm hunting with my longbow this season, no matter what, I feel like it's very doable, but it's very challenging. Just having that sucker in a way, I might kind of wish I didn't get a, a 64 inch longbow because it is a bit cumbersome in the woods but it's just something i've got to learn i mean i've only taken it out in the woods three times and i mean i hunted with a compound for eight years a good eight years and i liked it it's fun but to me i just don't i feel like compound archery is more like a high-powered rifle and when you're in the woods you pretty much know if that animal steps out it's a dead deer or whatever you're shooting at even with a muzzleloader, it's still a little iffy. My dad's gotten real big into that, but for me, it's archery or high-powered rifle. But I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I'm trying to steer the boat. There's a pretty good wind, and trying to make sure I don't see a gator pop up. And I know that just, I don't know, it feels more pure with the traditional bows when I'm trying to get at just free basing archery if that's not the preferred term but it's just what it's like <laughs> i guess not that i know it's just one of the things that you might make three bad shots but when you send one into the lungs on your target of your deer silhouette you just like it's just an extra them endorphins that kick in are awesome but, but otherwise other than that it's been pretty good. I mean, I've got tracks. Sorry for the pauses, y'all having to paddle around a tree. And uh, I got tracks out there. I know they're there. I got, I'm gonna put a camera out. I got a cellular camera that I had gotten over the holidays from my wife. And it's pretty cool. I ain't even taken it out of the box yet. But I'm definitely gonna be utilizing it this deer season. And just, I know I got birds, but I think I just, it's gonna be one of them days where I'm gonna have to be out there all day, sit and call move a little bit sit and call and hopefully one will just walk in quiet and surprise the heck out of me that's what i'm hoping for and hopefully i can just fling an arrow at them because getting a turkey in front of me i can know i've good i can i've done it before but being able to stick one with a bow people have done it not everybody's done it but i want to be able to check that box and i feel like i'm going to be able to oh, hold on everybody little kayaking tip when you're moving around cypress trees make sure to lay your rod down in front of you because it could get snatched out and go in the water a little tip of the week for you but other than that i like i said i want to appreciate everybody giving me a follow and i got a new episode coming up as soon as i get back with ryan farrell he makes his own turkey calls and he's quite a killer he's hunted he does predator hunting as well we'll get into that hear what his tactics are and his theories and then after that, I do believe I'm going to have either Brian Collins of Dry Pocket Apparel, and then I'll have J&J Outdoors on. They're going to do a second episode coming on this podcast, and we're going to talk about their most recent hunts and for coyotes, turkeys, and just talk about more tactics and talk a little bit about the hunting politics a little bit now because things with our current commander-in-chief, we, uh, we're going to start taking more serious and everybody showing their voice more because if we don't show our voice they'll get taken away so again that's about all i had today i'm gonna try and catch a little fish this morning as the sun's popping out from under the clouds 
Thanks again for all the support. I appreciate it. The episode with Ryan Farrell will be dropping, let's see, this Saturday, or no, sorry, Sunday. It'll be the 11th, probably in the evening. So look for that, and I'll be posting it on my social media. So thanks again. I appreciate all the support.